So it's like as soon as money gets involved in the the equation, people's nature change. And a part of it is always just like, well, how much of that was always there to begin with? Like when money gets involved, how much does your partner all of a sudden change the way they behave? Whether you come into money or whether the relationship is falling apart or you're exiting the relationship and then all of a sudden... I'm owed this. I want this. This and is mine. Really I paid like for this pencil. Yeah, I'm just, just like, why can't it just be like, there's let's a just lot. I was like, separate. Let's just come to a fair agreement and let's move on in easier. a week. Like, easier, let's not drag said this. Than done, I know, but why, why can't it just be like done. that? Why is I it got to get all oh. negative and aggressive well, and crazy? I mean, there's the old saying of all is fair in love and war. Yeah. And uh, That's, I was thinking about that this morning. What is the saying with love and war? Yeah, and it usually means that somebody is getting screwed in the equation it's never an equal transaction it's very rare like anytime i've talked to anybody where they've said that they've had a split of some kind where it's been amicable i was just looking i look at them and i go wow that must have been amazing yeah i don't know what that's like but um gentlemen welcome matthew good to see you loving the shirt again (laughs) (laughs) um this is episode four of the gents talk series we're already on number four and uh, today's topic is relationships, which is going to be a lot of fun because we're going <laughs> to we're really going to dive into how those work and don't work for the most part and uh, what men want, because I know that there's a ton of people out there that just want to know what we want, <laughs> even though we're not really good at saying it sometimes. Um, we're coming from the Startwell studio in Toronto, uh, rocking the, the Belova watches as always. And then the uh, the styling by our friends at Got Style, which is why Matthew looks the way he does. Um, it's a great shirt. <laughs> I like the I like the the blue. It's it's always the little accessory. I love the blazer, but yeah, I love, I love it. yeah, the mint green is not bad at all. Eh? I'm digging the shirt. The shirt's my favorite. Yeah. Oh she loves putting me in pink. <laughs> yeah, it's good on you, man. Well, you went to a pink party. Good on you, I did. Yeah, it was a lot of fun. How was that? Actually. It was really fun. I haven't played poker for a long time. Yeah. And uh, it was a really cool event, like playing poker with, it's just, you know, poker tournaments are just so much fun, right? Charity poker? Or yeah, just and for charity, and it's like, you know, you're, you're just rebuying and rebuying because you're like, it's for charity, right? Yeah. So it's like, but it was fun. I, you know, I did manage to advance, but I was like, I got to go. I got to get out of here. <laughs> it was getting dangerous. <laughs> so I gave my chips to a fellow uh, colleague at the table and said, here, you run with it. I actually don't know what happened. I got to follow up with them. And see if he won. Yeah. Yeah. Really cool guy, too. He was like an guy in the fashion business as well and really do you remember that one time this was years ago uh one of your buddies was getting married and the wedding fell through and he already put down the deposit on the hall and so he turned the hall into basically a giant poker tournament yeah and that was the day that we crashed the other wedding next oh, door yes that's right <laughs> <laughs> was it a poker tournament it turned into a poker tournament yeah he's just like whatever he's trying to recuperate his deposit because he mm-hmm. couldn't you know like he already put down and it's gone he's like well why don't i just he he canceled the the food, ordered a bunch of pizzas, still had all the liquor because he paid for it, and he just said, "Listen, gents, we're just gonna have a giant poker party in this banquet hall, and whatever I raise, I'm gonna use to basically pay off what I've given away for this wedding that's not happening." Yeah, yeah, yeah. That was a that was a fun night. That was a great <laughs> night because then we ended up <laughs> we came out. I think you were going out for a smoke. I come out and I stand with you, and then next door, this person just like bursts out of the the hall because the hall like it's got doors side by side and uh we're like oh what are you guys doing and they're like oh we're just partying it up there's a wedding going on here what are you guys doing we're like oh we're kind of celebrating (laughs) a wedding but not in the same way and they're like oh you should come and we're like i looked at amen and i'm like are you down and he's like yeah i'm down i'm like all right let's go (laughs) we started going in and we started shaking hands with everybody like congratulations (laughs) congratulations within 20 minutes we're doing shots with the No, but that was a great experience. I had a lot of fun that night. That's like one of my favorite memories. Yeah, we Plus, should really think about doing a gents a gents talk, gents post poker tournament. Wedding? Poker <laughs> tournament. <laughs> an actual poker tournament where you plan and you know, partner up with a charity of sorts and yeah. Just yeah. It's, it's a fun time. It's a really good time. It was well executed too. Yeah. They did a really good job. Nice. Yeah. I saw yeah. I don't I don't play much poker, but I like to watch I like learn. to watch people. We'll teach you. Yeah. For charity. Oh I'll learn, definitely for charity. Yeah. Texas Hold'em though. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Texas Hold'em like the regular. I only know the one one way to play it. I, I, I've seen the like the five card draw or whatever it's called. I don't know how to I play that. any of those. Just like the regular yeah. like, flop and then turn and river. <laughs> nice. <laughs> it's all fresh in my memory. <laughs> it's been a while. I was rusty a little bit to start, but yeah. we pulled through. Awesome. 
So uh, let's get back to the uh, topic du jour, which is relationships. Um, they can suck or they can be fantastic. They can either make your day or they can break your day because a lot of it is being vulnerable. A lot of it is trusting blindly sometimes. I mean, that's what it is. Isn't it? Yeah. And uh, having the right relationship, having the right partner is key. And I think there's a couple of things that I wanted to 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 mention here communication if you don't have proper communication it's it's doomed to fail from the beginning because you can't communicate you can't talk about anything if you're ever having a hard time if you're ever trying to articulate that you know what you need some space or you need affection or one of your love languages isn't being taken care of if you can't communicate that you can't articulate that and guys need to be doing a better job at that Mm -hmm. that's a problem Having your own friends is another. So a lot, how many guys do you know that go MIA the minute they enter a relationship? We all know. Yeah, there's always a few in the group. Always a few. Uh, It bothers the hell out of me. You know, because I I did that. I was that guy. I've done it too. (laughs) And I hated myself for it. And I lost, you know, and I lost time with a lot of great Mm. relationships I had and friendships. And luckily, like, you know, they were deep enough to rekindle, but. It's uh, it's just a shitty thing to do, I think. And I don't if someone's if you're gonna change for someone, I don't think they're the right person, you know. But it's not me to like you know because I've, I've had this conversation with a few friends and people tell me look because because I'm like I'm black or white. I'm like look either I'm in your life or I'm out of your life. There's mm-hmm. no you go and MIA deal with this relationship and then come back and then when you need a buddy, I'm here for you, right? But I'm, people are like, come on, man, you, like what if he needs you? He's gonna need you even more then, right? And uh, yeah, you know, some people just got to go through their own thing and, 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 you know, deal with it. I don't know what's going on there, but it's like, you know, you, you can't be as that ruthless, I think, sometimes. No, like, obviously, the time can be spent less, but it's still, like, when they check in, like, how's it going? It's like, sometimes it's like, I don't know you anymore. You yeah. know, it's like, it's, I haven't talked to you in weeks. Like, have, like, you know, you've been, like, we talk a lot more, and now it's, the conversation dies a lot quicker, and it's, then all of a sudden they break up, and it's like, oh, now they're coming out again, and it's like, man, like, it's cool. Obviously, you come out because we want to see you. Right, but it's still, it's, you can't always change. But so how, how like, do you forgive? Like, how deep does it have to be to forgive? Like, let's say I went MIA and for a year or two years or five years, and then you know, I called you up and said, you know, I'm single again, and, you know, do you... If like, you call how, me up only when you're single type of thing, I think that's indicative of how shallow the relationship is. Mm. It was never strong to begin with. But you, you, can, have, you can still have some good shallow-ish relationships, <coughs> too. Well, you need them. Yeah. Right, like there's some people you just want to meet up and have some drinks with. Yeah. Right. I don't know. I think people shouldn't change. Like I think as especially as we get older, it's like I know who I am, or I'm starting to figure out who I am, and I'm like the principles and ethics and like you know is really what bind me. I'm like okay, so I like promise myself. I'm like if there's a girl that comes into my life that takes me away from friends or tries to change me, then she's not the right girl. Right. Mm-hmm. And I I'll refuse to to do it. I just refuse to let myself go down there because I just doesn't align with my my beliefs right it just makes me feel like just not good right and it's a shitty feeling right so it's uh it's a tough one though it happens a lot so how much of that is on the the partner like should they not have some level of awareness to say hey you should be hanging out with your friends you should have your own friends you should continue to have your own hobbies depends depends on the relationship though right (coughs) um because some people it's opposite. Like they don't, the girl doesn't want, doesn't want him, only wants them, sorry, to hang out with them. Right? So if it's only hanging out with that one person, it's like, only want you to hang out with me, then it's different than some girls will be like, oh, hang out with whoever you want to hang out with. So, mm-hmm. And I think there are some great couples that just don't, don't change and they come out and like, I want a girl that I could bring out to, with my friends, right? And, you know, share in those moments and just be, you know, just be chill about it. Like, come, come, don't come. It's like, you know what I mean? Like, people get so caught up in like, oh, because we're dating, we, we stay in now or because, like, start labeling themselves or, you know what I mean? I just, mm. like, life is about just, like... Well, it should it should be the same as, I think it's more like, as when you're dating. It's like if you're, when you first started dating, you're going to go out a lot. Then now it's like, okay, then why do you have to stop going out just because... Where we become more, I guess, closer. It's like no, we still want to go. That's I feel like that's what keeps it up. And like, because sometimes you just hang out and it's you're always hanging out, you're always chilling at home, always chilling at home, and it's you don't go to mod. Sorry, you don't go out. <laughs> you don't go out as much either. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, 
I am sort of a homebody too. So when I do, when so I'm in a relationship, I don't mind. I like, I'm like, okay, let's just cuddle and watch a movie kind of thing. But I also learned that, you know, that gets, you know, you get too comfortable there and then you stop going out. Like I want to be able to like go on dates with my girlfriend or, you know what I mean? Like pretend like we're just started dating, keep it fresh, keep it exciting yeah. and, you know, create some like excitement. Right. So there's it's gotta, like, there's gotta be, there's just gotta be balance. Yeah. And right? it's, it's gotta have, I've got to have cuddle dates, which are like amazing. You have to have cuddle dates. When you also have to I love cuddling. Cuddling, cuddling <laughs> small spoon, all day. Are you really? <laughs> all day. Yeah, all, day. all day. I've tried man. the small spoon. It's just oh, girlfriend's, uh, <laughs> she can't really just wrap around me. I know that. That's the point. It's just like, it's just, <laughs> so it does, to you. It does well, feel so nice. It's like a blanket. Yeah, I, love, you know? I, love, I, love, <laughs> I love a good small spoon. It's so not just all, just not get not a weighted bl- blanket then. It's not the same. I just love the... Touch of a woman. I don't yeah, know. Sometimes just, I just need to be held. <laughs> like, you know, just hold me. Like, you know, I like small food. Yeah, yeah. No, cuddling is awesome. A nice date where you're just at home watching a movie, yeah. order some food, and just cuddle up on the couch type of thing. I think that's, like, the perfect date for me. Yeah. It's so relaxed. You don't have to worry about, you know, yeah. is the food going to be good? Is the, the service good? You got to drive. You got to find parking. And I mean, if, if you Ubered or whatnot, I guess that's different. But having that sort of relaxed environment especially for me is such an important thing now if i can't be relaxed i don't i don't want to be there because it's just i'm not interested anymore in having those tense you know like i'm trying to impress type of thing yeah like it's high energy high thought you're always yeah. thinking about your next move what should i say what should i not say it's why did i just say flow, that it's got to flow just organically you just kind of just well isn't that how you know when you're yeah. when you've met someone that you know, you, you like genuinely, like it just all flows organically. You're not thinking, you're just being mm-hmm. on the spot. Yeah. Oh, yeah. You, yeah, definitely. Definitely, definitely, definitely. Awesome. <laughs> <laughs> Would you like me to expand? <laughs> no, hey, no, that's cool. Um, how important is it that you, a lot of issues in relationships these days come from the fact that you're bringing your old baggage into that relationship? You have not dealt with your old baggage. And that, firstly, to me, is a sign of immaturity, mentally and emotionally, because you haven't dealt with your stuff. Deal with your shit. Figure it out. Don't bring it in and expect somebody else to fix it for you. And then don't bring it in and then expect that when you're having a crappy day because of some old baggage, that your partner has to all of a sudden accept and deal with that and accept you as you are because you haven't done the work to move forward, to grow. Mm-hmm. Yeah, like for me, um, every relationship, I've been in two basically long-term, but I don't think the first one, I was, was too young. Like I just realized I'm emotionally too young, emotionally immature. I wasn't even ready. I had no business being in a relationship. Truthfully, I had no business being in either one, but the second one was recent. I was 27 at the time. It was a five-year relationship. And I learned a lot about myself. And that was like, to me, a huge growth in those five years from a relationship standpoint. So you, I think if you're paying attention and you're learning, I think I, I, you know, I could be a way better boyfriend now mm-hmm. because of that relationship, right? And it's too bad. I mean, if, you know, I don't know where she stands, but, uh, you know, she, she's, <laughs> I, I don't know if she's a happy camper, but... Um, it's just like now I know so many more things that I want to do differently like what? as a boyfriend. Just like, again, not getting too comfortable. Actually, you know, you know, really thinking and pl- like planning things out and like kind of not getting complacent, right? Like, because I'm not a planner. I'm not a schedule. She was always this planning the trips and all that. I just said, tell me what, what you need and where I have to be and how much we got to pay and that's it, right? Uh, for me, I would just, you know, because I'm, Relation like love is a verb. It's not. It's not a, a feeling to me. It's like it takes work. It takes actual commitment. Any you know, it takes like you know, constantly 100%. thinking about it and proactive behavior. It's not just gonna stay. Like the feeling is not gonna stay from date one. No, August. that was that was my biggest mistake. Was I just assumed that love would fix everything? Mm-hmm. Just you know, if there was ever an issue in a relationship, it was like, but I love you. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Shouldn't that resolve the problem? Like, aren't we done? We moved past it. And I think learning to grow past that and understanding that love only gets you so far. And I actually, someone told me a quote recently where they said, love will only get you to the altar. What happens after the fact is work, commitment. Mm -hmm. And 
just yeah being more adventurous and like living you know what I mean that's where I was kind of not I didn't know myself well enough right at 27 I feel like for me anyways I think in general guys take a little longer to sort of emotionally develop right and I just didn't know myself well enough to, to, to bring a partner in right even now I'm still I'm 37 now and I'm like still figuring a few things out where I don't feel ready to bring someone in just yet right but like we were talking earlier it's it's like I'm not planning for it but that's when usually something yeah, potentially happen, right? when it happens it happens and in terms of like the baggage right I think that I know like we all have our own baggage that we come from like you know and it's 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 hard to obviously you're always gonna have baggage but I think it's I think the communication part is the hardest part of it it's like when you, you gotta be able to know which stuff you've gotten over gotten over or not gotten over and like if you're still working on it, you gotta be open okay like i'm still working on these things like i'm trying like as long i think if you as long as you're actively trying or like you know you or your partner's actively trying and working on those on that baggage then it's you're gonna have to like work with them right but opposed to if they're just like this is my baggage this is how it is it's like like i don't have to be i don't have to be a punching bag just because you feel like you you want you want to that's just you like, you know as long as like if you know that when you get a certain way when you're angry it's like let's you know, work on it together. Like, how, how are we going to do the same thing if, if something bothers me? We'll work on it together. Are you dating someone, Matthew? Am I dating somebody? Are you single? I don't, I don't even know that. It's <laughs> <Since laughs> a loaded question. He's <laughs> a dramatic pause we talked about earlier. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, I'm, I, <laughs> you did repeat the question, question when I said it. Yeah, yeah it's question. buying time. <laughs> you don't I'm have to single. answer if I'm you single. don't want to. I'm a single guy. You're single? Yeah. Okay. Intentionally? You're just taking time for yourself. Yeah, I think a lot more guys need to do that. It's 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 it's, it's intentionally. It's. I was a serial relationship or or date or whatever you call it. Like I always had to be in a relationship. That's I defined myself by the relationship I was in. Mm-hmm. And after I split with my ex, um, that time alone did wonders for me. Mm-hmm. Just to be able to actually figure out who I was. And I almost had an identity crisis after that because everything about me was tied to who I was in my relationship with my ex. And when that ended, all of a sudden I had to figure out, okay, who am I? Who is Samir? What does he like doing? You know, what are my goals? What are my ambitions? Where do I want to be in life? Am I happy with where I'm at? And, you know, it was the first time I even lived alone. And I learned, at first it was scary. I was like, holy shit, there's... Wasn't it during the pandemic, too? Yeah, right at the very beginning of the pandemic. So my ex and I split March 2020, and then early March 2020, like right at the beginning, and then the pandemic essentially locked everything down. And so that's why whenever I talk about, like, men lost all their distractions, in a way, I'm thankful that things got locked down because I don't know where I would have been if I had access to clubs and bars and all these things, and, and, like, I probably would not have been able to... I would not have done the forced mental and emotional maturity that I mm. that I did. And then who knows where I would have been today. I probably would not be here doing this, that's for sure. But that yeah. must have been hard just, you know, being alone and then being locked down and then just all of these things hitting you at once. Yeah. Yeah. It it it, <laughs> it was um probably the most vulnerable point in my life, for sure. Um I was I felt I was scared. I felt alone. Um, Did I didn't you know. have a network of, of guys to turn to? At the time, at the very beginning? No. Because I realized that the guys that were in my life, you know, who I thought I could turn to, were enablers. So instead of helping me to become a better man, they encouraged the very behavior that got me into trouble in the first place. Mm. Not to say that they're responsible for my actions, what I say, don't say, what I do, what I don't do. Every man is responsible for their own actions, their own words. But having a solid group of men around you who can say, hey, Matthew, you listen, I care about you, and I know you're hurting, but what you're doing right now is not helping you. It's actually going to put you in a deeper hole, and you need to get out of that hole. So I'm here for you. You want to talk? You want to swear? You want to cuss? You want to fight it out? You want to do anything just to get it out of you? I'm here. And it it's funny because I remember I was talking to like every person that sat in front of me. I just, I needed to get it out of me. And I was just like, 
telling everybody my life story because I just I needed something. It was therapeutic for me, but every time I said it to to, to some people, it just the response was, "Oh, I'm really sorry. That sucks." You know, I hope it gets better. Mm. And I walk away and I'm like, "Well, that was a waste." <laughs> you also like you have to make sure that people are aware as well. Like you just when you're want to load something, people got to be ready to listen. What about female friends? Like, do you have close female friends? Yes. Um, Where it's like platonic, it's never been oh yeah. romantic. It's One of my, so um, when the the split had happened, <coughs> when the split had happened, the first person I turned to was somebody I worked with. Um, I had worked on the same floor as her and I had known her for about six months, but we had this sort of like very friendly relationship and... Um, I just one day I messaged her on our like internal uh, chat and I said, can we talk? She's like, okay, I'm in the middle of teaching something, but um, yeah, meet me in like 20 minutes. So we go in and uh, we just sit down in like the main hall and I'm just like, here's the situation. I just, I don't know what to do and I don't know who I can turn to. And she, it's funny, she calls herself now my consigliere um, because she basically was a sounding board for a lot of things. And then she would, you know, she'd give me advice. She'd give me, she'd offer insights and, you know, based on her experience. And it was therapeutic in its own way, but I still needed to have male influence. Mm-hmm. And <clears throat> there was this one, this one guy who, and I, th- I think I mentioned him in our last episode. Um, his name is Daniel. So shout out to Daniel Deering. Um, he had every reason because of how connected he was to the entire situation. He had every reason to basically just say, you know, like Samir, um, you know, I've heard some things and I'm just, you know, it could end there. Instead, he, he basically took the opportunity to tell me, listen, I'm not judging you because we all make mistakes. And if you're judged by a handful of mistakes, it's like the equivalent of a a hockey player or an athlete rather who has an amazing career for 10 years, but in one of those years, he basically shits the bed. Mm. Is he, is he, is his, do you remember him based on that one year or the entire span of his career? Right? So he said to me, he's like, listen, you made mistakes. Now it's about how you move forward and become a better man. And he sort of forced me to like, deal with my my shit and then through just constant conversation uh hours on the phone sometimes um i'd break down i'd admit my fears and he would just sort of like here are my troubles let me share with you and then we just sort of created this bond and then through him i met two other guys who again sort of on the same wavelength and then a relationship i had with somebody i went to york and we were good friends and then life happens. Everyone gets busy. We rekindled that friendship and now he's one of my closest male friends as well. And now I can say like I have that core group of men that if anything is ever happening, I can always turn to. I pick, I call, they pick up. I text, they respond. And that's why having male rela- like male relationships is so important. Mm-hmm. And uh, I mean, a, a good listener, like just 100%. Like in... In my experience, you know, I sort of associate a good listener with my female friends. Like females are such, like my, my female friends are such good listeners. When I'm telling them, they're like so interested and they're so, they're focused. I'm like, wow. So having, like having that is like just, you know, that space to be able to just like flush it all out is really important. And if you find a male that can, a male friend that is interested, that interested and can do it, then even better, right? Because even for me, I find myself, I really got to focus. I really got to like tell myself I got to be a good listener. And even goes back to what Russell Peters was saying, where sometimes you don't want to talk. Sometimes you just need somebody there. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and sometimes that's kind of where I'm at. I'm like, I'm in my emotions right now. I'm in my feelings. I just need to process them and go through them. And it, you know, some, you know, some people be like, you know, what's wrong? What's wrong? What's wrong? Just tell me, you can talk to me. You can tell me. I'm like, I don't really need to talk. I don't want to talk. Right. Trust me when I want to talk, I'll talk. Right. But it's like, just, be there right like that's all you need kind of thing and when it's when i'm ready i know that you're there right so 
I thought that was really interesting. And, it, and, it, and it's kind of like, I think it's a healthy, it's healthy to do both, right? To talk or not to talk. Like, you, you know, it's not that, because I don't bottle anything in. Like, I'm really good at letting everything out, right? I, I really believe in that. So, but when I don't want to talk, I really just don't want to talk. Yeah, sometimes so, you just want somebody just, just, just there. Like, I just need you around me. Like, you know, yeah. I just need you just to be around me. We don't need to maybe just enjoy each other's silence sometimes, right? Opposed to, not that anything's wrong and then sometimes, okay, now I want to talk. But it's like, it's also the same thing you're saying. You have to be able to, you know, establish a difference, right? I, I hate when there's an argument. It's like, are you, are you upset? It's like, no, no, I'm just kind of chilling. Like, I just, I'm not, I'm not upset. I just don't really feel like talking right now. I'm just, you know, I'm in the zone. You know, I'm not upset. And it's, or, and it's, it's like, are you, are you hiding something? It's like, no, no, no. Like, sometimes I just, sometimes I just want to just chill. Yeah. Like, we don't need to label it. We don't yeah, need to, like, like process it. It's, like, not, it's nothing. It's just right now we're just chilling on this. Like, you know? But we'll talk. Like, it's like we'll talk when it's time to talk. It's like, as long as you're not, like, oh, I don't want to talk. Like, you know, when. Yeah, like, you can't be aggressive saying No, it. no, you can't. Yeah. You can't. As long as you, but you also got to give people time. You can't just assume that when you're ready to listen, that someone's ready to talk to you as well. Mm-hmm. Right? You got to give them okay. Like, it's based on their time. Yeah, it's okay. So whenever you're ready to talk, let's talk. Like, but, <clears throat> but as long as we talk. But what about the guys that don't talk? And that's kind of, I think, where it's like. Well, that's not they, fair to the partner. They bottle it up yeah. and that turns into something. So that's on, that's on, in my opinion, that's on the guy. That's on the person. Mm-hmm. Like, if they're choosing, so whether you're on the receiving end of that, if your partner doesn't want to talk and you're trying to figure things out, that leaves you in the dark. And if you're someone who doesn't talk and bottles everything up inside. Again, that's your baggage. You got to fix that because how are you going to communicate with your partner? If you're bottling it up and you need help, tell the person that's closest to you. But how do you fix that? Like what would you tell the guys out there that don't talk or just not comfortable talking and they bottle it up and you then they end up the sweeping it under like the you don't. You have to tell somebody. You do have to tell someone. Or like, write it. Yeah. Write it down like even. You, gotta tell, maybe you, you just got to get it out. It and tell yourself. Yeah. Right? But you got to tell somebody. You gotta, like, you can't just keep it in. And it, it's just because it built, like, it's so much, you know, it's so much heavier when you keep it in. Oh, 100%. And, right. I, and I hate, I hate because I used to, like, even, like, even because I used to keep everything in. I obviously still keep things in from, from going from keeping everything in. But, like, even now when I keep other things in, I'm just like, Because, oh. like, I'm so used to, like, letting it all out. But, like, you know, I'm just like, I know I'm keeping it in. And it, like it so bothers me. But writing it down, that's good advice because I started yeah. doing that uh, recently, and just to get it out of your head because your brain, your brain is doing <sighs> a lot of right, things. Yo, just just to get it out of my head. I'm like, okay, okay, go. On. Thoughts are gone. I used They're to gone. I used to do this thing where <laughs> um, after and so after everything had happened, and I was basically by myself. I was alone. I was just trying to figure life out and everything. I had this tendency growing up where anytime I wanted to say something, I would verbal diarrhea into a conversation. Yeah. Or a text. I would send these paragraphs after paragraphs after paragraphs. And I was essentially saying what my thoughts were unfiltered. And on the receiving end of that, people might not appreciate that because sometimes unfiltered is raw. It's It could be offensive. It could be aggressive. It could be like it might not come across the right way. So I used to do this thing and it worked wonders for me. So hopefully it works for somebody else. I would essentially write out, instead of just writing out my thoughts, I would write out the message as if I was going to send it to the person I wanted to send it to. And I would edit it. I would rewrite it to think, okay, like this is now ready to be sent, but I would never send it. And in the rare occasions where the temptation was really real, I would send that text to the friend of mine. And I'd say, I'd send that to him. And then I'd write right afterwards. I just needed to hit send on this. And his response was always, Absolutely. So if you sometimes feel like you need to verbal diarrhea everything out, well, there's nothing the wrong send with that. Do? Like, why did you need to hit the send? Just to feel like I it. got it out of me completely. Like I've just sent it. It's in the universe now. Somebody has received it. But again, it just, it became this therapeutic you thing. You send and then, it to the person that you want to send it, you sent it to somebody else. I would send it to someone else. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. okay, okay Sorry. Okay. Yeah. So I, I would okay, always send it then. to somebody else. I thought you meant you just sent it to that person. I'm like, Oh, that, that's, that's risky. No. Man. Well, exactly. Okay. Cause the idea was I didn't want to like, I'm I writing these things down it? because they're like, okay, they're I unsaid like things. Yes, There's I things like that. that I haven't been able to say. And I, I didn't get the opportunity to say, or I didn't feel like what I wanted to say was going to get heard. Right. Obviously, in relationships, when they end, there's a lot of heartache, there's a lot of tension, there's a lot of anger, and walls are built. And so sometimes when you want to communicate things, no matter how good of a place it comes to comes from, it just won't come through, right? 
Um, and so I would, the, the idea of just writing it out, typing furiously in my phone, and then simply hitting send to someone was in and of itself sort of a, like, because <sighs> I got like, it out. There's, like, levels. Writing it first is, like, level one. And then yeah. sending is kind of, like, the next level. Exactly. And all of that always prevented me from sending the messages to the person that the message was initially intended for. And sometimes they would be, like, you know, messages of, you know, like, I miss you. Mm-hmm. Right? Or sometimes it would just be like, this is where everything went wrong and this is my perspective on it and this is why you're wrong and this is why I'm right. But again, all of those are very kind of like what's happening in our heads <laughs> is very different than what should be coming out, mm-hmm. right? Because it needs to be filtered because in here it's all jumbled, right? You're just think- you're saying everything that comes to your mind, unfiltered, raw, unedited. And sometimes when we do that in relationships, it causes more trouble than it does good. And so when you do, when you apply that technique, I find personally, it always allowed me to get that out of my system. And then if I still really, really felt like I needed to send it to the person, maybe I would, but I never got to that point because anytime I hit sent, it was fine. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's, it's, it surprised me how, like how therapeutic that is. Even if it's like, if you have some sort of resentment or anger towards someone and you just write it all out. And then they say, you know, put it in a drawer, just just get it out. Don't mm-hmm. don't don't send it. To the, back in the day, it was like a letter. So I say letter just because I'm a pen and paper guy. When I am sort of getting my thoughts out, it's usually pen and paper. But just getting it because I'm a I'm a thinker, so my mind is racing, and there's certain times where it's just thinking about all these things, right? And if I don't get it out, like people don't understand, the brain is doing a lot just to keep you alive, like just to keep your body functioning. And then you add all the thoughts on top of it, ideas and business and relationships and, you know, and you're not getting that out. You're probably missing a lot of like gifts in there that you, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Because especially when you're in a place like, you know, for me, for example, you know, I'll, I'll take a walk. I like to walk and sort of be in nature, especially in the summer. Right. And that's when my mind is really racing. And the shower is another great place. Your mind is racing. So if you can find ways to like capture thoughts, sometimes you just articulate it so well that one time and you can never get it that way again. You know what I mean? Like I'm going to write this as soon as I get out of the shower. And then you, and then I don't do it. And then I don't do it. I'm like, oh, this is important to me. I'm going to remember it. And then I'll lose it forever. And it's a shame, right? I definitely like the, the writing on the paper. I did that. I've done it a couple of times. I'll write it and then like I'd rip it up because I wouldn't, like, you know, and throw it in the garbage. And then one time I did, I was telling a buddy of mine, he's like, and he's like, but like, I've always thought about burning it, right? And then he's like, so he had like a fire rid and then he burned it after, and like, it just feels so much better, just like, you know, the same thing, like, it's just, yeah, it's got, but like, you got it out, wrote it on paper, just burn it, it feels so much better. Sounds like, nicer even, too. Yeah, yeah, then even like, <laughs> even just, and it's the same thing, even just ripping it up and tearing it up, throwing it in the garbage, burning it just feels like it just, I really felt like it was, uh, like it was gone. Yeah, like, and know? even when it comes to relationships, like writing, sometimes writing a letter to your partner is sort of easier to like again flush it out articulate edit you know just like really get the messaging across that you sometimes don't i know for me anyways when i'm in a conversation you know i i'm sometimes Sometimes a lot of things i miss second to step back i mean yeah i want to edit let me let me write write down my thoughts so like it comes out the way i really want it to say i don't want to just exactly come with you and it's like you know say something i might regret or like i didn't say it properly because it was in the moment or it's just i just need to second it just come out and just Say it, just think it out. Right. So on the receiving end, though, if let's say your partner wanted to, do you want to, do you want your partner to basically tell you everything immediately? Do you want them? No, I want them to tell them on their time. Okay. Like, and so you you're okay with like waiting if you know if you know there's a problem. Yeah. And they're upset. You, they're fuming. Whatever the case may be, they're Mm -hmm. upset. Are you okay to sit there and wait, or do you simply go, you know, like, are you okay? Can you talk? Can you tell me? Because if you don't tell me, I'm going to, because I'm, I'm guilty of that. Yeah, I sometimes depends, just like, come on, on tell me so I can figure out how to solve this. Yeah, it depends on the situation. Like, if she's just, like, if she's mad at something, it's like, can we have, can we talk about anything else and just don't talk about that? Or can we not have a conversation at all? Right? So it's like, now if you can't have, like, if you're just mad at something, okay, we just won't talk about that, and we'll talk about anything else. It's like, okay, so then we'll just leave that topic for later. Mm. Right? Um, when you're ever ready to talk about, it. but if it's we can't talk about anything at all now, now like I'm getting one word responses and like, okay, so it's, you're mad at but that means it's a bunch of things. And so like so now gotcha. so now it's like okay then let's talk because what else is there to do? Yeah, I'm a immediate rip the band aid like let's figure this out. Sometimes people need a little bit of space 
and you got to give them that. Like, mm-hmm. Give me a minute with this, yeah. right? I was like, yeah, like I want, like I want, I'd like to talk about this as quickly as possible, but on your time, like, you know, obviously if, if it's, how long can you delay it? Though? It means like within a few days, you still need to talk about it. Because if, if you're that mad still, because me, I know me, like I'm usually not that mad after that long, so we can talk about it. So I'm just, but like, if you're still mad after three, four days, and then I should know, like, how are you that mad? Like, you know, it's, we yeah. got to talk about, we got to talk what's going on because that's, well, that's a Well, then it's on them time. holding yeah, it in. So, yeah, so like, okay, now let's, so it's not about that. That's your show. So let's talk about what's really going on because it, you, whatever that is, like, I can't, I but can't if imagine you could that. pause it, like, if you say, okay, we're still cool, but we're going to pause this because you're just not ready to talk. Has that ever worked? Have you ever tried that? It's never worked for me, but I also, so the, the ripping off the bandy thing, I'm the same way. I kind of like, all right, my problem solving brain turns on and I'm like, how do we, how do we fix this? So I've found that um, if your partner, a friend even, um, if they're, if they're angry about something, right. And you're in their line of sight, whether you're the cause of it or whether you're just around it. Um, I always ask, you know, do you want support or do you want a solution? Mm-hmm. That's, that's because key. if they go, I want a solution. Well, my problem solving brain is on. Here's a solution. If you want support, then you're just listening. I'm just listening. Yeah. Because sometimes they want support. You're quick to offer. I mean, a, a lot of men do that's this. Such we want to offer solutions yeah, right away. Especially for women. Do you want to just vent or do you want to like talk about it? Right. 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 Yeah. Because yeah, sometimes thing. women just want to vent. They're like, no, no, I don't want you solving this, yeah. bro. Just listen. Yeah. Okay. I'm just venting. And I, that, I can't comprehend that. that. Th- My brain too. can't like, it's comprehend hard. that. Like you tell me, so I'm just like, you want me to do nothing with that information? Like yeah. You just want me to just leave that. I was like... Yeah, I've been guilty of even being like, hey. But it's so it's, hard. It's, I know. It's so, I'm like, it's so hard. I'm like, I'm not the guy for that. You go to your girlfriend for that. It's, your it's other hard, but like, no, it's friends. like, I want Elizabeth. Like, I want to try to help solve the problem. Yeah. Like, but that's know, why you ask the question because yeah. then you know how to, at least you, as they're talking to you, you can make your notes of like when you can, like what a solution mm-hmm. could look like. And then when, the, when they're ready, the person will come back yes, to you and absolutely. say, yeah. okay, you that know, is like, a good question. That's good advice right there. Because it's also understand. Because you're like, okay, I'll just, I'll listen. It's like, okay, but like, sometimes like getting agitated, it's like, okay, I'm, I'm listening. But that goes, that also goes to, to understanding, I mean, depending on the, how deep your relationship is with this person, it goes to understanding their love languages, mm-hmm. right? Because if there's someone that, um, like if you can understand how this person likes to receive information, how they like to give information, how they like to be, you know, whether it's a gift or words of affirmation or things like that, then if they say to you, hey, if let's say words of affirmation is your love language, you like hearing nice things, it, it, it uplifts you, and you're pissed off one day, and I go, Matthew, do you want support or a solution? And you go, I want support. Then I know that support is very much like words of affirmation. You know what, man? Don't worry about it. You're going to yeah. be fine. You're smart. You know what you're doing. And sometimes that triggers you, and then that moves you towards, all right, now how do we find the solution? So I think really understanding the love languages of the person you're talking to also helps. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And I've also learned like, you know, to, I've trained myself that when there is a problem, like let's say in business, for example, we're talking business relationships now, right? Mm-hmm. Those are always fun. When, yeah, when I, I, you know, this is a hard thing to do. It's, you know, when it gets uncomfortable, when a client's pissed off or something, as soon as you know, there's a problem, pick up the phone and solve it. Right. Mm-hmm. Any time added to that problem is just going to amplify the problem. It's going to create worse. And I used to be that procrastinator. Like, and you don't want to have that uncomfortable chat, right? Yeah. You just don't want to do it, right? These these uncomfortable conversations, or you have to let somebody go, or whatever it may be. But I've sort of I'm learning to trigger myself in business setting. Anyways, when when I see a problem, when I have to have an uncomfortable conversation, that's an indicator that I need to take action immediately, right? Otherwise always gets worse and it's it's just always proven to be right in my experience where it's just it, 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 it always and you feel so good after like you feel like okay that's done and over now it's not on your brain because remember it's going to be taking up brain power mm-hmm. as long as that problem exists right so the faster you can sort of just deal with it when you have control over it, it, it i think it's just the faster you release it right but that doesn't always work in personal relationships in relationships it's tough because you're dealing with human emotion you're dealing with you know another person sort of you know it's it's just yeah, it's different it's tough and you you have less control i find where business it's like you want to move forward we're here for a transaction we're here to like you know work together towards right. a goal right with the relationship it's a little bit more widespread i would say you know okay i want to i want to change gears a little bit um some quick fire questions <laughs> so just get ready to answer just yes or no do you split the bill 
Never. Well, uh, hold on, I, hold on. You you answered. Hold on, Matthew. I'll spit not not on like a first few dates, no. But like if we're dating for a long time, I'll spit the bow, man. She wants to spit the bow. I, would, I you ever, first, would you ever ask? No. So you don't ask to. No, 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 no. Okay. What if it's like a a sizable bill? We're not talking dinner now. We're talking. I don't know. I'm gonna grab the bill. If she says let's split it, we can split it. If she doesn't, I don't like. If, do if she doesn't say it, but like, but like, I think, but like, <laughs> like this is <laughs> for me. For me, it goes from the it goes from the first date though. Like if if I'm on a first date with a girl, and the bill comes. And she doesn't even do one of these. Oh, no, you gotta like do not the even the face. No, no, you like gotta do the reach. attempt. She can wear a dress with no pockets. She doesn't do one of these. <laughs> She's gotta do the reach. Done. The yes. reach has to. Yes, happen. and then I'm like, cool. I got it. Like you know. I'm or like, like, are you sure we can split yeah, it? Yeah, Just something. Like some, something. But like, even if there's no intention behind it. Uh, yes. Yeah. Because I'm gonna. I'm, it's first day. Of course. Like I'm paying the bill. We both know this. But like, it's it's just that that I've been on a date and it's the bill comes. She's talking, telling the story. The bill comes. Flops it down and just keeps talking. It doesn't break yeah. strike, nothing. And I'm like, I'll pay the bill. I'm like, no, nah, it's not that. That's <laughs> it's it. That's the first it. and no, last. No, man. No. no so is that way. a deal breaker? Yes. Is that a red flag? Yes. Yes. Yeah. Yes. It t- it does say a lot. Like for me, I believe, okay, first date, never, ever, ever. I'm like, even I tell my girlfriends, I'm like, if he's even alluding to that, first of all, he's a write off. You take the bill from him, pat him on the head, and say, I'll just take care of this. Thanks. Mm-hmm. If it's a first date, right? I just, that's yeah, first old, old fashioned sort of. Then it's like, I'm just, I don't, I don't believe in splitting. I'm, I'll pay for the first few and then you c- cover the next one. It's either I cover it or you cover it. We're not doing this splitting thing. We're not like buddy, buddy. Yeah, like right. I think it kills the do ro- feel, romance. Do you ever feel uncomfortable when the, the girl goes to pay? Like the waiter comes, they drop the bill off. She takes it. She busts it's, out her card. Do you ever feel uncomfortable as a guy? Again, it's depends if it's a first date and like, I just want Not the first reach. date. Okay, let's, let's, let's just say it's like date number five or you're in a full fledged relationship at this point. No, I feel like this is her taking care, like doing something for me, right? right. Like she's like pretending like you care about me kind of thing. You know what I mean? Like I, I think it's like an endearing thing I of like, it, you know, yeah. endearing is a good word. I like that. Yeah. So uh, I, I look at it like that. Like, you know, I've taken care of you and she's like conscious of money. Like money's not just growing on trees here. Like, yeah. You know what I mean? This guy's not just going to pay for my whole lifestyle here. I like it. I get that. Money has value here. You know what I mean? Because like, we, we see a lot of that kind of relationship where <laughs> their lifestyle is being funded. <laughs> yeah. And look, there's nothing wrong with that. And there's nothing wrong with wanting a guy with money, right? Like that's, sure. to me, it's like one, it's one thing. It's not everything. It's one thing. Like you want a guy successful. You want a guy that has money. You want a guy that's, you know. Well, if that's the primary though, that's a very shallow relationship. If that's primary, of course. That, right? That's not even a relationship. That's a, a transaction. Mm-hmm. that's you providing me with a service and in exchange I'm providing you other services and then that's it. Yeah, it's very, I mean, it's it's very based on the, the money. And I think relationships like that are always doomed to fail or they're superficial. And what's unfortunate is there's a lot of guys out there that have done well for themselves who find these people who are just after their money. Yeah, it's, it's, it's a lot harder, definitely. When you, mm-hmm. Which also makes it harder for, sorry not to cut you off, it makes it harder for guys who are genuinely trying to build something for themselves, trying to get into a relationship, but just simply can't keep up with the girls who want to eat the lavish, you know, $200 dinners where like, it's like three things But I think, but I think little pasta. things like that, that's how you know. That's what I think something like that on the first date is like huge. An indicator. Right? It's a little, like it's something, because like, for me it's always the small things, right? Like, we both know I'm paying for this date. Like, you know, I asked you, we're going to, we both know this. Like, you know, so... You reach and it just means so much more. Yeah. Right? yeah so yeah. it's like okay, like and or like come in and I've been only go like go to the washroom. They pay the like they pay it. I'm like you know I was gonna pay it, but like all right, cool, because it just shows that you just want to, mm. and it's it's the effort. That's all it is, is the effort. Like and then it's, you have to have that same way both ways. So yeah, I think it just it says a lot about a person, right? And especially in this day and age. And I could flip it. I know some really successful women that take care of their man, and you know they're the breadwinner and they 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 make the money, right? But it's just like, again, it's like, it, it tells, to me, it tells me a lot about like, is she a good person? Has she got a warm heart? You know what I mean? The mm-hmm. reach, that's like, to me, it just gives me all these sort of indicators. And like yeah. you said, maybe not a red flag, but you're going to be more cautious at yeah. that point, right? Of like, is this what, you know, what kind of girl is this? This reminds me, so I had this uh, <laughs> first date once where I was, I think, either 17 or 18. And... Uh, I I just started, you know, just finished school, started working, you know, part-time, 
starting to like you know get a job going and that kind of thing i was working retail you know i was working at tommy hill figure like it was nothing to to write home about but um i should probably cut that part out if i ever want to get sponsored by tommy hill figure <laughs> <laughs> so anyway um we go out on a date and i'm like i really like this girl so i'm gonna like i'm gonna dazzle her so i get a uh reservation at um is it jump or is it canoe that's on like the 34th floor canoe canoe <clears throat> so i booked this restaurant um a reservation rather and i already knew that this was going to be like some fine dining type of thing it was going to cost me an arm and a leg but i'm like i've been saving like at this point you know i've been saving for a couple of weeks to a part-time salary to pay for all of this so i go and i meet her and I thought that we were just going to like hop on this, the, the subway, which was like two stops from where she was living at the time to get to, to canoe. But instead she wanted to take a cab and I, I didn't plan for that. Right. So I was like, okay, pay for the cab. We get to the restaurant. We order food. We order drinks. We eat everything. The bill comes. I take the bill and I look at it and I'm like, okay, I have, I have enough for the, the total. I have enough for about 80% of the tip. I wanted to add like 15% and I didn't want to skimp out on the, the waiter. Right. So I turned to her and I'm just like, Hey, do you have like, I'm literally short a couple of dollars just so I can hit that 15% mark. Mm-hmm. Nothing crazy. I'm not asking you to put in 20 bucks. I'm asking you for like a couple of dollars. And I don't know, maybe I was naive, but I didn't even, I wasn't even embarrassed or shy about asking. Cause I'm just like, Hey, like I was explaining myself. I'm like, you know, the, the waiter worked so hard. I just want to, you know, make sure I have, get a room 15%. And she looked at me, and as the waiter was coming, I guess he had heard everything. And she's like, are you serious? And I, I swear to you, I felt this big. And the waiter just like, I looked at the waiter because I was starting to turn flush. And uh, he's just like. That's a rough like, one. Yeah. How old were you? You were I was young like 17, 18. Yeah. When yeah. you're young, it's fine. Um, uh, okay. So ghosting. Have you ever ghosted anybody? I don't believe in it, man. I'm a, again a communicator, black or white. Just rip so you've the never ghosted anybody. You've never gone out on a date with someone or sort of started a not unless it was a mutually understanding where we both did not have a good date. She knew it, so like there the was going to be no conversation faded. after this. Yeah, but yeah. it wasn't like she's re- re- you know messaging me and I'm just gone. Like I'll always like just okay. again end it, rip the bandaid. Ghosted anyone? Oh man, have you ever been ghosted? Oh yeah, <laughs> of course. Yeah, of course. me too. Me too. It sucks. I hate how ghosted. painful. I think like because like, you don't know. There's a di- but there's a difference between like ghosting and like if a conversation just dies Fizzles. out, then it's just like now you're just like, hey, how you doing? Like two weeks later, it's hey, hey, and then you just don't respond to it. Hey, I don't. I don't think that's really ghosting. No, no, it's ghosting is when you're like ghosting uh, when you guys are having regular conversation, and all of a sudden it's just done. Right. Yeah. Like I, it was a second date. Sushi went out for sushi. Had a great sushi dinner doctor too she offered to pay for that too even so i was like okay like you know money's not an issue for her nothing like that I had a great time i thought <laughs> and i don't know i kind of like there was one thing i didn't feel good about at the end of the night but i was like whatever i mean we had such a great date and all that nothing man hey what's up, what's up? <laughs> i tried a few different ways like instagram <laughs> whatsapp no nothing call text like, okay um okay what's a what's an attractive personality trait one your top one my top one. Do you have one? <sighs> kindness for me. Okay. Like not just kindness to me, but kindness in general. Kindness to like the server at the restaurant. Kindness to the the person in the elevator. Just genuine kindness. They don't have to be the most social butterfly, but they just have to be a I kind would, person. I think I'd have to say sense of humor then. Okay. Just to That's get along. the top one. Like to get along with me, you got to have a sense of humor. <laughs> <laughs> So like a conversational, someone I can just like talk to. Okay. Like, yeah, just, cause, yeah, conversational. Okay. Um, should you have the same friends? As in? Like you and your partner. Groups? Yeah, like all your all your friends, well, your all, friend no, circle no, are all the same people. You should have some of the same friends, definitely, but you also need to have friends that aren't Separate, friends. yeah. You I think to. she needs her friends, I need my friends, and they can yeah. be guys, girls, all that. I, I think it's unhealthy when... Yeah, yeah, you have to have, yeah, you have to, you have to have same friends and you have to have separate friends, for sure. And again, the mixtures, I think, is important because some guys will not let her, their girl have guy friends and vice versa, right? 
and there's that goes into another That's whole topic, a whole other right? Thing. Yeah. <laughs> How much of that though is an insecurity on the part of the guy? It's definitely an insecurity on the guy's yeah. part, or like the partner's part that is, you know, quote unquote, jealous of that situation, right? Or not comfortable with that situation. You have to like. And that's what I, goes back to, like, finding the right partner. Of Like, if you're, you've got your, you know, down-ass girl and, you know, your ride or die and you guys are, you know, loyal, trust, trusting each other, like, shouldn't matter what they go and do, right? And if you can't, if you can't trust her to be around other people, then that's... It's just, like, that's a different it's problem. There's anyway. Yeah, yeah, there's yeah. a anyway. Exactly. Like, 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 it's got to be like, yeah, I just fuck, man. Yeah, if you can't trust her, what's the point? Yeah, exactly. And that's the biggest thing, the trust. Okay. So to bring it all the way back to the very beginning of this conversation, is all fair in love and war? Yes or no? Yes. Yes? No. No. (laughs) Yeah, I don't go no. Um, No, because sometimes people do, like, no. Not the shady stuff. Not the negative stuff. No, No, but that's the point. Negative. 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 It's all fair. Shady is all. What does that mean? Is all fair. Anything goes. Whatever it takes. In war, you're not killing civilians and women and children. That's not fair. That's a very different conversation. <laughs> but in the equivalent of love, what's is all when, fair? What is killing children look okay, like? Is all <laughs> is all fair? Is all fair Let's in love? <laughs> there is all fair in love. Is all fair in love? <laughs> yes or no? I'm gonna go yes, but then there's caveats that will no, get can't into later. Yes or no? Come on, you gotta commit. <laughs> then it's a no. I don't know. It's yeah, a, it's t- a, no it's a tough me. question. It's a no. no it's a no for me. It's a no. All right. On that note, thank you everybody for listening, and uh, don't forget to subscribe to the channel, like the con- like the posts, comment, engage with it, share it, please. please send it to your friends. You know, if you think that there's any value in this for you or for someone that you know, it helps us a long way in spreading sort of what we're trying to do here, which is just get the message out to to men to to become topics, better men. Topics, topics, yes. If yeah, you have topic have ideas topics, or guests like, that you want to recommend, any more topics is always good. Yeah, yeah. Just if you like it, you don't like it, engage. Let us know. Yeah. Give us some. Feedback. Let us know what doesn't work. If there's something that you don't like, please tell us as well, so that we can um, improve on that. We're we're still new. We're still an infant, and uh, we're figuring this out as we go. And we want to welcome you onto our journey and sort of come with us as we figure what it means to be a man in today's world. Yeah, and we appreciate anyone who listens. Obviously, we 100%, that means a yeah. lot to us. So, yeah. all right, gentlemen, all right, gentlemen appreciate gentlemen. it. Thank you, guys.